Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 130 of the Fresher and Parland Show. I am Fresher. And I am Parlance. Let's bring Woo! in some excitement. Back after last week also. This is a lifestyle show that we talk about current events and questions that people ask. And you can watch us live at 9 o'clock on Thursdays on YouTube, our channel Fresh and Parlance, or tweet at us on Twitter at Fresh and Par, and we'll answer your questions. Also, the Pard Podcast Supplementary, we will rip this, our live show that we're doing right now, put it on all the podcast places. Yeah, we'll, we'll take the scissors and we'll chop it, it up. We'll cut the, cut the chop, image. Chop, chop, chop it up. That's cut my that pre-promo right there. But how has your week been, Parlance? Well, let me just tell you something fresher. It was my birthday! And it wasn't just my birthday birthday day. It wasn't just my birthday. It was not just my birthday week. It's been my birthday month! I mean, that's that's a lot of birthday. It's so much birthday. happy birthday. Here's the thing. It's really only exciting... Like maybe one to two days after the birthday, but like the birthday, the time leading up to the birthday within the month, I love it. Birthday month. <laughs> so you're you're more like the suspense of it than the actual getting there. Yeah, exactly. And I like to um, I like to have my wife pick a place to eat, not tell me about it, and then uh, and then she surprises me on where we're going. That's good. So I enjoy that's that a fun. lot. That's yeah. that's a lot of pressure though on your wife. No, it's not. It's just it, even if it sucks, it doesn't matter. It's just it's just the surprise itself. I don't I don't care. That's true. It'd be kind of cool to do it on purpose. Like, how wait? How is a surprise? Like, is there blindfolds involved, or how? Like, at what point do you know? Well, that's where for it's after dinner. No. Um, oh, the is what it, was it? What was that? No, no blindfolds. Point, yeah, but at what point do you know the restaurant? Like the like, moment I. Or do you like arrive? Arrive at the place. Do you like big directions. We walked this time, so it was just like we actually she, we were walking by it, and then she stopped and said, "Just kidding, it's right here." And that, and so I was like totally fooled. Oh, so you didn't know till the very end? Yeah, I never know till the very very end. That's that's what I was wondering. Like, yeah, that's a pretty good, it's a pretty good play if you can hold it off until you're at the restaurant. Yeah, if like we're driving, like I'll just have her like t- tell me the directions and where to go. And then yeah. usually, like you know, at that you have point, stuff running I'll... through your head, like, "Oh, is it this one? Oh, maybe it's this one." Yeah. Or you just go like, clean slate, like not even thinking about it. Oh no, I'm like because we were in you know the Capitol Hill region, and there's a lot of restaurants there, and I knew where we were, and I had some suspicions on what it could be, but it still surprised me. I didn't even know, like I didn't even know the place. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, okay. we went camping. We did go camping. That's also in the this is uh there's a Parlance birthday and a fresh and Parlance camping trip. It's true. And we took our friend Todd with us. Not the Todd that watches the show, but the other Todd. The one that doesn't watch the show? Yeah. <laughs> so there's we there's only two there's only two Todds. Yeah, there's only two Todds in this world. One that watches the show and the one that doesn't. But um we did. We took a remote video, a little uh, 
Fresh and Par um uh location shoot off site. Fresh and Par off site. So maybe I don't know how the audio is. It's like I did, you know, just kind of it's a just throwing it out there, but maybe we'll play a little clip here. Want to play it? Let's play it. So here we go. Here's our uh, here's our little uh, camping offsite clip. Hey, this is Fresher and Parlance. Hi, it's Parlance and Fresher. We're here at Steamboat Rock uh, State Park. State Park. Yeah, it's at out. the top. We just climbed the whole thing. Yeah. So out here is Banks Lake, and over there is De- Devil's Punch Bowl. So we thought since we did do an episode this week, we do a quick one-off on why we're not doing a live show this week. Because unfortunately, like my Twitter said, I had to make some pasta salad for the, <laughs> for the camping. Yeah, we are eating that pasta salad so hard. Yeah. So, uh, so as you can see out here, we're probably about uh, 850 feet off the ground, but we're at 22 or 2,400 feet total elevation. If you look on the other side, there's another steep cliff over there, and there's farms on the top of it. So it's quite the it's quite the scene. So uh, it is quite the scene. We thought we'd do a little check-in. So that's all the segment we have for today. Yeah. Yeah. But we just want to say hi, fans, and bye, cool. fans. Peace. Well, that was a little presumptuous of us to actually think we had fans. I think. First off, but Seabo uh, yeah, Rock State Park. I really enjoyed that place. It was really nice. Did you know <laughs> that that is the most uh, the most popular state park in all of uh, in all of Washington State? What I believe it. Yeah. It was like the nicest uh, campsite that I've ever been to. It it had everything. Well, why don't you tell us exactly what it had, Fresher? I mean, it had a lake. It had views. It had hikes. It had water hookups that I need to bring a hose next time. And it had electrical outlets. It had um, an ice cream stand. I mean, come on. Fishing. Boats. Uh, the Grand Coulee Dam. Light shows. Laser shows, even. I'm running out of fingers here. Yeah, I mean, you had to literally use your hand three times for all the excitement. The only thing it, didn't have, the place. Only thing it didn't have was catching fish. yeah we didn't catch any fish also we have uh todd who watches the show here on the chats he says jerks i so deserved to go (laughs) (laughs) that's true you know what next time we we definitely because i know i am friends irl with that todd and i see his (laughs) I see his posts on the social medias and he just did a fantastic camping trip around California. He went to the, he went to the world's biggest tree, if I'm not mistaken, just recently. World's biggest tree. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. He hiked in, he hiked into the world's biggest tree. He could correct me if I'm wrong. I think, I believe it's called Hyperion. I'm going to say some other stuff. Like, uh, he also saw the largest snake in the world. Correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, I think that that was also part of his hiking trip. He saw the largest snake in the world? It was the largest snake. Where did he see the largest snake? Uh, it was next to the largest tree. I don't even know. Is this a joke? It's, it's, uh, corrects me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Todd. Correct him if he's wrong. Did you also see the world's largest snake? 
Um, I wish that, I thought of something better to say than snake right off the top of my head. But well, do you think maybe the snake came <laughs> down from the tree and gave up and gave uh, uh, his Todd's girlfriend an apple and tried to feed it to? Yeah. Told, yeah. yeah, I mean that's in the tree. Come on, you know. It's true. It's true. So uh, yeah, that that place is really nice, and that's why we weren't here last week. We were we were busy prepping for the trip. Well, I was busy prepping. I know, for it, was, the trip. Uh, it was a lot of prep. I got to get more of my camping stuff together. I was like low on camping gear. So I will say, so I felt like we normally come prepared, and I felt pretty prepared. And um, and I, and if it was just you and I, I felt like we would have come off as like the more prepared. But then we had another set of couple come to on the trip, and I felt like they were even more prepared than we were prepared. And I was just like, it was just they, like they were casually prepared. I mean, it's like it was like zero effort. Like I feel like I tried pretty hard and still didn't really have the stuff that much, and like. They were just like, yeah, you know, we got stuff. <laughs> That's how I want to be. I know. I'm, I'm just... still eating. As we speak, our uh, marshmallows from uh, doing s'mores because we got a bunch extra. I mean, when you I don't know. have extra marshmallows. I know. I'm, I think I'm just going to save um, save my marshmallows for our next camping trip, whatever that may be. So um, the 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 uh, the one thing that's difficult about camping, it's like, and by the way, I did all the packing this time. Me, me alone. Yeah. And it's not just, it's different than packing for just say like a normal weekend trip where you just pack a bag and, you know, if you're taking your dog, your dog stuff. It's it's just like the the camping gear and like all of the stuff that came with that, the fishing gear, all the stuff that came with that, all the food and the cooking supplies, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. and then the clothes. And any sort of outdoor stuff that you're going to have with, with the you know just like for camping. And yeah, just like I mean that's... a lot of times you even bring your crab pots. I know, but no crab pots this time. No, no crab pots this time. It's just a lot of uh, just a lot of a lot of gear. You know what I mean? It is. I really would just want to get some boxes and like have them modularized. But I feel like whenever you try to do that, you have so much wasted space in the boxes too, because like you can't fit things as like tightly. I feel like what I would do is like, oh, I really need that one thing. And then I'd go into the box because I knew it was in that box. And then I would never put it back. And then I would forget that I didn't have it in there. (laughs) And then I would go there and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I totally pulled that out. And now I don't have that really important item that I needed. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to reach You got to pre-check it. Or you could just keep the stuff not in the boxes, but have the boxes and know what you need to put in. And then just like have the manifest of things to put in the box oh that's not a bad or like a manifest on top so if you do pull it out you just check to see if it's there and if it's not there yeah, you just like add you it. go through like one so you just do a run through yeah so i do that with my paper plate uh bag i just leave that packed all the time so it's like all of my utensils and paper plates and cups and all that stuff so i never re- unpack that i just leave that in a bag throw it in the closet and then use it the next time uh, but everything else it's all like you know i have to fish it out and then packing the car itself it's like it's like real life Tetris. And then like during the trip, everything gets like totally disheveled. So everything looks super neat and it's all like put away very nice at the start. And then by the end, it's just like, I don't know, like I, I, I was trying to think of very like uh, Robin Williams's hair after an hour of stand up on cocaine, something like that, just like totally disheveled. <laughs> um, so uh, I think I think we've I think what's that what's up we've exhausted the camping I was going to go into a non-camping topic yeah about uh the new term that we learned from our coworker. sure go into it in India someone who's called a Peter 
is a show off at speaking English, which is pretty funny. It is pretty funny. So apparently, like I didn't know that they do names like that. Yeah, good old like Peter. I wish that like it'd be cool if they had other names that were just random things like uh, like ah, don't be such a Jessica, and it's like some sort of official thing. But they got one. And it's Peter. When I say the name Jessica, what's the first Jessica that comes to your mind? I mean, I just think of uh, from Friends. Who's Friends? Isn't it like Jessica is the? the Are you thinking of Jennifer? Person? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer. Well, that's who I think of. Interesting. Even though so, that's not even her name. That's fine. <laughs> that's an interesting. T- when I hear Jessica, I think Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger oh, Rabbit. Oh yeah, no, I don't think about Jessica Rabbit. Um. So on to other and bigger and better topics. Uh, maybe not better, but certainly different topics. So I was, uh, I was, I was, I was reading this article today, and it, I found this to be shocking. And I'm going to read the headline, and then we're going to talk about it. And the headline yeah. is: The average Netflix subscriber has streamed 3.44 Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think that that's just some sort of restaurant that has Netflix and streaming and Stanley movies like constantly? So like, wouldn't that mess up the average? Or they, I think like, it does. I think it does that. Yeah, some so, people would just have Adam Sandler on loop. It's possible. So what I, what it said here is while Netflix won't release exact numbers for specific titles, their content chief, Ted Sarandos recently commented publicly that Netflix subscribers have streamed over 500 million hours of Adam Sandler movies. And here's what's crazy is that they only have seven of them. Really? That is more crazy. I expected it. I mean, he has like 30 movies, doesn't he? Yeah. He had, these, are the, these are the seven. And three of them, I believe, are from the... Because, you know, Adam Sandler doesn't make theatrical movies anymore, I don't think. I think he only does straight to Netflix. So he made uh, really? the, the Ridiculous Six, The Do-Over, Sandy Wexler. Those are all three Netflix originals. And then the only other ones that are on there are Anger Management, The Water Boy, The Cobbler, and Big Daddy. Actually, is The Cobbler might be The Cobbler might be a, a Netflix original too. I, I don't even know what The Cobbler. I'm surprised that uh, him making deals to do like Netflix originals, he wouldn't just like license the rest of them to him to the Netflix. It probably he probably doesn't own them. Yeah. Other distribution. Still, I, would, I would work to do that. Or he should I, start his own streaming. He has enough movies he could have his own streaming service that's only Adam Sandler movies. Okay, so um, I, The Cobbler, by the way, the movie The Cobbler, uh, yeah. definitely nowhere near what I thought this plot, the plot of this movie is. Take a guess of what you thought the plot of this movie is. The Cobbler? Yeah, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Is it a secret agent who has an undercover um, thing as a cobbler? Uh, no. Oh. The Cobbler, according to this Google result, is a frustrated shoemaker finds a magical sewing machine that allows him to see the world in a new way by stepping into the lives of his customers. Whoa. That's not what I thought at all. That sounds better than I expected, though. It gets a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I like I like if you could say like it gets a nine percent a nine percent on what do you think the highest what do you think the highest rated Adam Sandler movie is 
Ooh, that's a good question. I bet it's like, I bet it's like Waterboy or something like that. I bet it's um, I bet it's uh, what's that movie that he did with Wes and not Wes Anderson, um, the other guy, the the guy who it's, did Boogie Nights. Uh, there's got to be Adam Sandler drinking games. I'm sure. I mean, Adam Sandler himself is a drinking game. <laughs> I mean, like when he says oh, something. Oh man! Okay. Holy smokes, dude! His lowest rated movie. Yeah. Is, came out in 2015, and it's a Netflix original. What it's, is it? It's the Ridiculous Six. Care to take a guess at what the rating is on it? Uh, one percent. Lower. What? I didn't know you could do lower than 1%. How do you do that? It's 0%. What? That's it is, easy. It is 0%. He's a screenwriter <laughs> on it. He's, how, I mean, how, many, uh, how many like votes or whatever? How many reviews? Let's see. How many reviews? Let's see. I don't know. How do you know that? Let me look. He was only the screenwriter on it, I guess. So, uh, 33 reviews. 33 reviews. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to think how many. Oh, man. Jacket. Man, Adam Sandler is not made a. Well, let's see. Hotel Transylvania 2. Apparently, he's a screenwriter for that. He got in a Dracula. He played Dracula. That's 55%. Uh, whew, man, he hasn't made a good movie. Let's see. Above 50%. Since Funny People in 2009. And that was 68%. That was the one where he was like a famous... He was a stand-up comedian and uh, Seth Rogen played like a... I don't know, like a deli counter guy who wanted to be a stand-up comedian. And he ended up working for Adam Sandler to like be his assistant and try to become a comedian. It's it's all right. So the highest movie, and it's exactly which one I thought it would be, is Punch Drunk Love. Oh, I didn't see that. That's I mean, the... because it was too, it was too like dark for me, or like depressing, or like suspenseful. It's definitely depressing. It's uh, Paul Thomas like... Anderson. I was like, I was gonna say Wes Anderson, but I knew it wasn't Wes Anderson. It was just Paul Thomas Anderson. You did say Wes Anderson. I well, I I knew it was an Anderson. Well, and you were right in that. I got it half right. But, uh, Adam Sandler. Of... He's so rich, and he makes such bad movies. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, he's famous for it. I, I'll tell you, when I was I in high school... like the opposite of, uh, of um, Johnny Cage, or Nicolas Cage, not Johnny Cage, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Like, I've, they both make ridiculous movies, but they're different. Except uh, Nicolas Cage won an Oscar for uh, leaving Las Vegas. Adam Sandler has never even been invited to the Oscars. That's how bad really? he is. I have no idea. I just made that up. Maybe. Um, well, he, was I, he on Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Yeah. He was a, he was a, like, how, how many seasons? Oh, I don't know. Maybe four or five. He was, a, he was on around <laughs> the time of David Spade, Chris Farley. Yeah, all yeah. Those, yeah. I know, it's just like, I feel like it's hard to imagine that he was on Saturday Night Live somehow. He was the cast after, like, Wayne's World cast. Oh, yeah. He was in that cast. He was, the, he was like, with probably Will Ferrell was maybe at the end of his cast. And, uh, 
Uh, I'm trying to think of who else might have been in his cast. David Spade, Chris Farley, Chris Rock was in that cast. Essentially, everyone who was in that movie uh, where they uh, – that movie, what the hell is that name of that movie? I can't remember the name of the movie. Where it's like, uh, I might as well just go to his filmography. It's the one with every – all of them are together. All the comedians from the, that era are together. It's uh, an era the, film for comedians? Yeah, Grown Ups or Grown Ups 2. Oh, I never saw it or heard of it. It's like Chris Rock, David Spade, uh, that fat guy. What's his name? Uh, Kevin James. Maya Rudolph. Shows though. Yeah. Uh, This whole Google TV thing. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's pretty cool. I think it's going to be a game changer that Google's getting into like the aggregating streaming service thing. And also having live TV because they're going to have all like the 15 or 20 like channels that are worth it. And you just watch them on like YouTube type player. It'll be way more uh, like, um, you know, easy to use and like on all platforms than like. Why don't you explain what it is? Infinity type thing. Explain what it is. Huh? Catch, can you explain what it is or no? Uh, I mean, Google TV, it's it's funny because they had that like fake Google TV way before as a joke, but Google TV is, they're just becoming an online TV provider. So they have all of the channels like um, like FX and uh, let's see, I'm trying to get a list here. Ugh, the link doesn't have the list. But they have all the general channels like you'd want, like maybe 20 or 30, not like hundreds of the dumb ones that are on a regular cable package. But yeah, then I he- think it's something like $30 a month or I'm just making that up, but something like that, not a ridiculous price. And then you can also watch the like everything on DVR style, like on like streaming style, then also live. Yep. And unlimited memory too. So it's ABC, it's the, it's the ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, and then maybe like 35 or so uh, cable channels. So like BBC America, sci-fi USA, all the sport ESPN, yeah. FXX, it's basically um, everything that it's like all other TV providers just refuse to do it because they want all these bundle things and they just want to like have too much stuff. So you have to pay more, but like they're just giving you the basic thing that people want and it's going to be like way easier to use because it's on Google stuff. Yeah. It's six accounts. Like, per I mean, Apple should have done that too. And they never did. Yeah. They should have done it. Like that seems like something that Apple would do, but Google beat them to it. So Showtime is available, I think for like $11 a month extra. There's no HBO. I think that's one miss, but whatever. You just get HBO Go. No big deal, right? You know? Yeah, I know. So, But I also feel like that once, if it got bigger, like you could add more things to it. They just need market share. And they already have like enough to like just be cool right off the bat, but then other people would join. If right. it was a standard, you know? It'd be cool if it came with its own internet. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing. You still need to have internet to use it. Yeah. So, anyways, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I think it's going to be pretty good too. I, mean, I just, I'll just stay with Comcast, I guess. But yeah, for now. Um, yeah. So you know, we were talking about Adam Sandler, and I wanted to go into Adam West because you know Adam West passed away, the original Batman. Oh yeah, I did see that. The original Entertainment Batman. Well, uh, apparently, oh, I heard that he was also the voice on um, the voice for someone I was surprised about. Oh, the mayor of Quahog. See, I don't know what that is. On Family Guy. I don't even know what that is. 
on Family Guy. He was the mayor's voice. Oh. I didn't realize that. I didn't. I never ever watched Family Guy. But right now, if you were to live stream it on Cairo Seven News or whatever, there uh, yeah. the bat signal is being shown shown on the Los Angeles like building in honor of Adam West. That's nice. So you could go there and look at the. Uh, it's just a picture of the the building that they. Uh, I wonder, is there? There must be somewhere you can stream all the old Batman movies. I mean, Batman shows. TV shows? That's a good question. Probably Hulu. Yeah. I wonder how many. I feel like there was like an unlimited amount of seasons, but then also it might be one of those shows where there was only three or four, and then they just were on repeat forever. Batman. I think there wasn't that many seasons, but there was three or four. I always really liked the whole tilted, tilted uh, bad guy layer. Were they the first ones to do that? That's the first thing I ever saw do it. Uh, you mean like canting the angle? Um, yeah. I don't. I think they. Yeah, I think they did that before. They had to have done that before. There's only 120 I don't episodes. Know. I mean, it was that definitely was something that, like, it was a takeaway because I was pretty young and like. That was a major thing that I noticed that I thought was pretty cool. What about the uh, the sound, the visualization of the sound effects? Like, wham, bash! I didn't care about that. Oh, I, I feel like that just seemed like uh, Dick Tracy or something, and I wasn't a fan of Dick Tracy. Well, Batman did come from... A, Dick Tracy was a detective, and Batman came from Detective Comics. But was Dick Tracy before Batman just as a thing? Uh, probably, yeah. I bet by, like, many years it was. The only thing I liked about Dick Tracy was his watch. Dick Tracy was invented in 1931. Woo! And Batman... That is quite a little while ago. Batman origin. Batman was invented... Ugh. Let's see. Uh, first appearance, Detective Comics number 27. Which was when, though? Uh, 1939. Ooh. So, eight years. That's pretty cool. Eight years. Can you name uh, one, two, there's one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight people have played Batman in film and television. Could you name how many could you name? Uh wait, name for what? The people actors who've played Batman. Oh, I know, I don't know any of them. Yes, you do. Uh No, I don't well, know. Adam West is one of them. We're literally talking about an actor who played Batman. Oh, I mean, I, yeah. Okay, Adam West. <laughs> okay. Michael Keaton. Did you know Michael Keaton? Oh. Uh, no. Val Kilmer. I mean, wait. Jor- who's the one? Who's the person who played uh, Neo? Uh, Keanu Reeves. And, oh, yeah. No, yeah. I was getting Val Kilmer and Keanu Reeves mixed up. In names. Those names seem similar. George Clooney, Christian Bale, and Ben Affleck. Also, interesting. Robert Lowry and Lewis Wilson. I don't know what when they played him, but apparently he played Batman. Oh, he played in a live-action series simply called Batman in 1943. 
It was a 15 episode serial. I had no idea. Um, so anyway, uh, getting back to the Ooh. other topics on hand, what do you got for me, Fresher? Yeah, another uh, thing that's coming up time-wise this weekend in the Seattle area anyways is the Solstice Parade Festival and summer starts on, I think it's the 20th. So after this weekend, it's the beginning of summer. So what are you, what are you planning? Longest you plan, you plan to... anything for the longest day? I am not. Just no. hanging out. Chilling. You know, the weather's been really crappy here. Like the rain today uh, on commute time was so, it was pretty like, it was almost like winter rain. It was really warm out though. But rainy heavily, which is different than we normally get here. Yeah. I didn't um, think it was raining that heavily, but it was raining. Maybe because I was up in the convergence zone and you were in a massage parlor. <clears throat> I was in a massage parlor. I had to rush home to do the show. The uh, so I'm I'm gonna I think I'm gonna try to do some uh, golfing after work, you know, because you could like kind of totally do it now because it stays bright yeah, out. No, that is cool. They have the um at the Taiyi, which I think is back my favorite golf course. Uh, they had like um golf happy hour where like after five or six or something, it's like half off. And what did you get? Did you get a I cart with that? Yeah, you get a cart with that. So it's like 20 bucks to play 18 holes. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, so I think we we talked about this like a couple of weeks ago with the congressman who body slammed the reporter for just talking to him about health care. Yeah, I just saw this article. I mean, that you had posted. Did you see his sentencing? Because he pleaded no contest. I didn't. I don't know what pleading no contest means, but it says something about that he got four days in jail. And he got sentenced to uh, twenty days, uh, uh, 20, 20 hours of anger, anger consultation. But he's getting sworn into the office later in the month, also. Yeah. Yes. He was ordered to pay three hundred eighty-five dollars, complete forty hours of community service, and twenty hours of anger management counseling. Uh, and he donated fifty. Go on a record for like um, assault or something, though. Yeah, he does. He definitely does. He also donated $50,000 to the Committee to Protect Journalists from Body Slams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's rid- that whole thing was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. He's expected to be sworn in later this month. So <laughs> we'll see if he wins because, you know, he gets up for re-election again in another year. Just one year? Yeah, because it's a special election to replace someone, and they, you know, they get voted oh. in every two years. Yeah, because this is already like past that, so it's less than a, he'll be only in office for about a year and a year and some change. So we'll see. Hopefully, he'll We're, have. We, need a, we will see. We need more. Uh, we need some fiery topics here. I know. We're, uh, I feel like we're not firing it up. We don't have some uh, some parlance. Parlance energy here. <laughs> you know? It's true. I mean, I'm yeah, not, I'm usually not the energy one. You're, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing. My, I, I was fired up about my birthday. You want to talk about my birthday? That's I'll true. talk I'm about my birthday. Your birthday too. Um. No. Uh, another. Uh, what? So did, I, I was reading this article and I thought it was fascinating because um, we've talked about this before. I forget what episode it was. It was about the. 
the Chinese movie industry and how they're financing our, our movie industry pretty much. They're like totally like partners or whatever. So I don't know if you know this, but Richard Gere is like a huge like Tibet, like he's all into the freedom of Tibet from China. Yeah, I did not know that. Well, he was. He's like been doing it for like since the 90s, since I could even remember. Since even before a gerbil got stuck up his butt. I don't know if that, that's it. A... <laughs> um, but he he talked about it in the Hollywood Reporter that he said he's no longer being considered for big Hollywood roles anymore because because China is such a is a funder of of uh, many oh, of the, the Tibet thing. Uh huh. And so they're they've quote unquote blackballed him from. They have a a quiet um, blockade against anything Richard Gere because of his stance on Tibet. That's crazy. Yeah. What Isn't about the whole, what about Taiwan and stuff though? Well, he had nothing to do with Taiwan, but I mean, I still think that's crazy. He can't get any big roles now. And and he's, he comes off as kind of a pompous ass or whatever. Uh, But he says some, he says, um, there was something I was doing with a Chinese director and two weeks before they were going to shoot and called saying, sorry, I can't do it. Explains gear. We had a secret phone call on a protected line. If I'd worked with this director, he, his family would never been allowed to leave the country ever again. He would never work. Ah. So they're like totally screwing with him. Um, and he said here uh, that he doesn't want to be a, he said something about, uh, hold on, let me see if I could find it. He said something about being a Jedi and I can't find it. About being a Jedi? Yeah. He said he's not, he's, uh, it says here, Gear hasn't had to quote, put on a tuxedo for any contra- contractually obligated red carpet appearances, which the actor is just fine with. Secondly, Gear says, in a delicious Hollywood burn, I'm not interested in playing the wizened Jedi in your tent pole. <laughs> so I thought that was fascinating that uh, that he's been blackballed by China and therefore Hollywood. That is weird. I wonder if he could, I mean, he wouldn't change his, uh, his view anyways. He could just do Indian movies. <laughs> well, but they're not unfortunately financing Hollywood movies. Are the said he said luckily he had made enough money during his heyday, yeah. like thirty years of all of that, so that he doesn't have to do the big movies anymore, and he could just focus on doing like little independent, independent. Oh, excuse me, yeah, independent movies. Would like more anyways. It's more true to the art form, or whatever. Yep, I, I mean, I guess. So in other news, uh, I, I was reading this art- <laughs> article in New York Times just to keep in on the Hollywood thing, but not really. Did you know? You know, Fox News—they have the uh, the slogan "Fair and Balanced." Yeah. Did you know they got rid of "Fair and Balanced" as a? Uh, no, really? Yeah, they got rid of I it. Did. Yes, they confirmed yesterday that the slogan has gone away. And it says here, the shift has nothing to do with the programming or editorial decisions. The network said in a statement. Instead, the slogan was dropped in part because of its close association with Roger Ailes, a network founder, former chairman, originator of the phrase, who was fired in August on, in a sexual harassment scandal. The network said that Fair and Balance was shelved as a marketing tool uh, after Mr. Ailes' departure. And in its place, the new motto is... I was. Thinking, uh, did you see that? Uh, well, I feel like if we put like... 30 minutes of time into this we could have came up with other mottos yeah i could have come up with some good ones or if a friend of the show graham was on here i'm sure he'd come up with some good ones but 
Maybe he can tweet us tweet us about him later. By the way, if you want to tweet us, it's at Fresh and Par on the Twitter. And I'm watching that right now. We're not getting anything coming through. We also have uh, our live chat on YouTube. But it also looks like we might have a cutout by the Parlance. I don't know what's up with that. So you might just be here with me. But the other thing that I was going to mention was I was looking at ad blockers. You know, like ad blockers are pretty popular now. There's a great idea. One person or a group or whatever put out an ad blocker that instead of like replacing all the ads with just blank space, it replaces all the ads with positive, positive reaffirmation. So it's like, you're great. You look great today. And just has a bunch of those, you know, like... um those like poster type things like meme things but that opens up you could have a lot of different ad blockers where they just do like interesting things on there uh oh sound looks like uh pilots got booted booted yeah i was oh. booted i'm back he's back what is even booted you mean like it got just disconnected right yeah got booted i was just going on about the Positive, positive reformation ad blocker and saying how I think that that's a great platform to just put other stuff in instead of ads. Be kind of cool. You could just pick what you want. It'd yeah, be kind of cool. Oh, huh? Did you even get, by the way, did, did you finish the thing? Which? The thing. Like, did you get to the, why, like, what was the name of the, the, New oh no, logo? I didn't finish it. I switched things. I forgot about that. So you just forgot? You just stopped and didn't give the answer? Yeah. It, I don't was, know what the answer is. Well, you could have read it. It's most watched, most trusted. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't, I can't get the lower third back. I can't get the lower third back, so we're going to have to figure that out later. That's fine. But I was just thinking it would be pretty cool for this ad blocker thing that I brought up right in the middle of this other story to have it just put in like pictures from your photo album. And then you just like have pictures of people that you know like show up as in the ad spots. It'd be kind of weird though when you were at your desk and it was just like dick pics everywhere on all the pages. <laughs> That's the one that you do to mess with people. You put on <laughs> the ad blocker. That would be great. <laughs> That's a pretty good virus right there. <laughs> what would you name what would you name a a, a dick pic vir, uh, ad blocker virus? Um the even better one would be you like instead of just having it be an ad blocker, have all images on all websites just come in as dick pics. And uh, also whenever your name was uh like you had your name somewhere oh, yeah, and also in. do the keyboard replace. Yeah, the keyboard replacement. So it just came... every word to yeah, like every, dick. dick. Uh, every time the is there, it says dick. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, because there's those other ones where it's like, oh, eliminate uh, any mention of Trump from whatever in on your feed or whatever, and it could, and or turn pictures yeah. of Trump into kitty cats or whatever. <laughs> um, but that would be really hilarious if it was a. Uh, if it was just dick pics everywhere, just, just <laughs> <laughs> that'd be brutal. It would be, that would be, it's definitely a worm. It's like so, too malicious. 
It's a malicious worm. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, a Dickpocalypse. That could be the name of the... <laughs> the... The name of the thing? I was just thinking like a dick bomb. <laughs> That's what that would be. You got dick bombed. Dickopedia? <laughs> oh, that's, I, that's definitely already a thing. You think Dickopedia is a thing? Yes. I'm 90% sure, and I don't even have to look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you I'm think not going to look, actually. What do, you, what do you think the content of Dickopedia is? Uh, I mean, I'm assuming dicks. Yeah, but what is it? Is it like a picture of a dick and then like a like a, a who it is and like where no, it was? I don't think it's that serious. I think it's just like I don't know. I'm not gonna look though. <laughs> Do you want me to look? I'll look. I'll sacrifice no, it. You don't need to look either. I think it doesn't need to be looked at. Okay. Well, if anyone cares out there, cares to look at Dickopedia, do a Google search yeah, tweet for us what it was. Yeah. What is it? What is Dickopedia? Um, so I don't even know. Like I, my whole thing like crashed on me. So I don't even have my, Oh, there we go. Um, so what were the positive reaffirmation? Did you see it? Like, is it like the hat, the cat with the thing that's like hanging there and stuff or what? Yeah. I think the camera stuck only on me, by the way. I'm pretty sure it is because like it's, it's all messed up. Oh man. Can I switch it even? I don't think so. I was waiting for it. Oh, everyone just gets a view of me. Nice. Whew. This guy right here. This guy. Because the the reason why is the reason why is it's fresher in parlance is the um the moderator or whatever, and I'm coming in as me now. So (laughs) Yeah. For people who are listening on the supplementary podcast, this won't really